This, this, this is, 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 is. Fight Disciples. Uh, you're listening to Radio City Talk. Uh, Nick's off this week. He's on his holidays, so you're going to have to put up with me. Uh, so I've decided to come on location to Bolton, to Gallagher's gym, because there's a couple of Scouse lads there. Uh, they've got world title uh, opportunities, um, and it just so happens that they're brothers. First one's up. Here he is. Uh, Liam Smith, how are you, mate? I'm good to meet you. Yeah, very well indeed. Uh, I'm not going to give too much away, but I've just had a little bit of a look at the spa. You, you, you're looking in, uh, you're looking razor sharp already, mate. You're quite uh, still, uh, still a way out from the fight. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a good place. Obviously, I never, um, I never had too long off. Obviously, with the injury. Well, I did. I had a little bit of time off, but I never let myself go. I never let myself get too heavy or too out of shape. And um, obviously, it was, it was a kick in the teeth having to pull out of that fight because. Mm. What was it? Was it allergic reaction yeah, to something? Yeah, it was. was yeah, it? it was. You know, I was still trying to get the bottom of it, but I, you know, I can't, can't put my whole career on hold for it. Twenty nine, so I need to still just crack on. But it just come at a bad time for me. It was yeah. two weeks before the fight, so, um, you know, I should be sitting here talking to you now as world champion. But I'm sitting here talking to you as challenger. So, I mean, again, I'm, I'm hungry for it, and I'm still excited going into this now. And yeah. Again, I've done kind of a little bucket list, and this is the last thing on it. Just to fight for Vegas. the world title in Vegas, yeah. Vegas, so, man. We'll get, I mean, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to Vegas in a minute. Did you watch the Ali Munguia fight? Yeah, I did, obviously. I, I, I never watched it live. I woke up the next morning, and, you know, I was... Well, I never woke up till lie. I watched him. Um, somebody else was on that fight. We weren't getting shown. Somebody else boxed. I can't... I'm not sure. Was it my yeah, yeah, Somebody. It else, might have been actually. Yeah. Somebody else boxed on that day, which was shown in, U- in the UK. So yeah, yeah. I watched. You know, I watched that fight. Was it Broner? Yeah, it was. It was not Wayne. It was Lomachenko and Linares. Of course it was. Sorry, uh, um, that fight. Was, so I yeah. was, you know, I was up watching that fight. And I was checking my phone, and then, you know, I, I think I fell asleep before. Then got up, and my phone was. I had a number of texts, and obviously I seen um, one guy beat him, but. Um, Again, I just thought it was kind of the same as what I'd have done, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, going into it, did you anticipate Munguia to, to to beat him? Yeah, no, I didn't. I thought Ali had kind of found a way to win world champion. I thought he might have raised his game. Um, I watched Mungai along 12 months ago, and I thought he's just a good prospect that the raving about a little bit. Hasn't fought anybody. Yeah. Um, but the raving about him, he's probably got good backing, and... He's obviously got a good team in Golden Boy, so mm. I thought I thought that that was him. I thought a little bit big puncher, but still a little bit naive and inexperienced. But then obviously he got the fight with Ali, and he was just too big for him, too strong for him. Ali was a welterweight, so mm. um, which you're not, mate. Yeah, which I'm I'm not. So again, he's a good fighter, Mungai, but I think he's already stated it and I, I know 100% I'm the best fighter he'll have fought so mm. I can't look too, too into what he's done to other people mm. I've said to uh, a couple of guys that have been speaking about that particular fight including your brother that again I don't know whether it was because he felt Ali's power early and he felt like he could walk through it but he looked like he was getting caught a lot on the way in especially in that second round he was getting caught a lot on the way in and I thought he's raw this kid I don't know yeah. and, that, and your eyes must be looking at that going Fancy a bit of that. Yeah, obviously. If he does that against me, work. he's getting it. Yeah, we've done our own work in the gym and seen other, other fighters have success with him. But again, if you don't respect someone's power then you, and you can punch yourself, you'll take one or two to land your one. And mm. By all accounts, it's worked up to now for him. He took some He took some off Ali, walked through him, got to stoppage. He's done it with other fighters. Um, Oscar Navarrete, he had two fights with him. And yeah. That, that's the one I've been studying well. So, But again, I, I just think I'm better than every one of them fighters. So I'll I'll capitalize on my moments and mm. you know I'll, the moments they 
they've landed, I'll land, but I'll land, and I'll land again, and mm. I'll land again. And plus, there's, plus there's a, a fresh hunger, because you've had this belt once. Yeah, there is. It's, it's something that I was good to lose, and obviously I lost to a world-class fighter, but... He's all, he's all right, that ginger kid, isn't he? He's yeah, all right. he's not too bad, yeah. <laughs> you see him. But, you know, I was, regardless whether it was him or whether it was, you know, somebody else, I was yeah. good to lose, mm-hmm. and it, I just think, oh, well, you know, I'm happy I lost to a good fighter. No, I'm still, I was still good to lose, and... I said when I got out the ring, if you look at look back to some of the interviews, I said I'll get that back, and mm. you know now's my chance to get that back. You're not wet behind the ears either. You've been in with Canelo, um, in front of a big crowd, hostile crowd, everybody against you. Um, so therefore, what happens um, in Vegas? It's not going to be alien to you. No, no, I'm experienced. Now. I've had 28 fights, and I fought at every level now. You know, I've been British champion five years ago or something. You know mm. what I mean? It's mad. I've I've come a long way, and you know I was world champion. Then I fought Canelo in Dallas in front of fifty odd thousand people. So I, I've experienced it all now, and you know, going to Vegas, obviously you'll have the lion's share. But again, that won't matter to me. I didn't lose to Canelo because because I had the crowd against me. You know, that mm. was not like water off a duck's back to me. So um, that won't that won't be a matter. That won't be a um, a reason on the outcome yeah. of this fight whether. He's got more fans on her. Just on the Canelo thing, I did see your uh, your banter back and forth, which I found oh. highly highly amusing regarding the tacos and the uh, meat yeah. and all that type of stuff. And people were jumping down your neck, and I was going, "Twitter's not the place for sarcasm." People just don't get uh, it. Yeah, do they? they just don't. You know, I put a fishing rod at the end, and I put, "I want my belt back." Canelo hasn't even got it. Somebody, I, yeah, you know, I know. Ali had it at the time, and I'm saying, "I want my belt back," and you know, they just. Uh, I still have people jumping on saying, "Shut up! You got you got stopped and all that." And I'm like. Are you really that, yeah, yeah. that stupid? It, it's a joke, you know mm. what I mean? What an opportunity this time, though. Vegas, mate. Like, uh, you'll know the history of Liverpool fighters in particular. Not just necessarily British fighters, but Liverpool fighters. Nobody's done this. Yeah, Nobody's know. gone there and I won know. a world title in Vegas, mate. I know, yeah. It's just, you know, it's... When I sit back and, st- and step back and think of things like that, obviously, deep down, without sounding big heads, I'm proud of it. And, and obviously, I was proud to become world champion when we hadn't done it for so long and then obviously inspired others yeah. Tony Bellew then went on to do it um, for those that don't know that history 23 years yeah, between 23 years me and be, Hodkinson yeah, be, yeah between that the, that time for, for a fighting city it's ridiculous for, for the fighters we've had that that's crazy but yeah. again from a selfish point of view I'm, I'm buzzing I got course, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the rewards of the accolades but um, you know you'll, you'll laugh and this is and it'll be mad and it's cheesy but I've done kind of a bucket list for boxing and uh, as I said I've got to, I'll probably have to add to it now because this yeah, yeah. is the last thing I needed to um, to do. I said obviously British champion, world champion, defend the title of Liverpool. Yeah. And the next one was fight for a world title in Vegas. That's amazing. And um, someone have to add um, Anfield or You have to come up with something else now, mate. Yeah, but I think the next one obviously I'm gonna add to is Anfield. That'll be the last one I'll add to it now. How busy's your phone been since that fight was announced last week? I know you've known about it for a period of time. But um, when it was announced, yeah, and your mates knew that it was Vegas. The day, no, but the day before it got announced, it was only the the night before I knew it was Vegas. You know, I got a text on my phone off, off one of the teams saying. So it was only the, the night before that the actual venue and and place yes, was confirmed. We, so, because we knew the fight was happening and we knew the date, just over. We tw- just didn't know the Well, venue. basically, over twenty four hours before it got announced, I was still thinking it was it was LA. Right. Okay. And then I've gone for a run. In the night time, got back on, on, on my phone. I had your fight's going to be Vegas. I had a casino, so I was like, you, You're messing. And then yeah, yeah, he went, No, but don't you can't announce nothing until they announce it tomorrow. And then I got announced the next day. That's amazing. And I was like, Wow, I was, I was made up. Obviously, I was buzzing it was in LA because 
I'm comfortable with LA and comfortable with a lot of gyms in LA, but you know, again, like I say, touching on that list again, mm-hmm. the last thing to do was me my biggest um my biggest thing in boxing was to fight for a world title in Vegas and yeah. And not I'm in a Mickey Mouse cafe either. Hard Rock no. Cafe's got, yeah, uh, Hard Rock I'm Casino, not. should I say, has got uh, some serious history there. And not a, you know, a Mickey Mouse title, with full world title headline on HBO again. It's my second time. Yeah. Obviously, I know. I'm You're going to have to start speaking Mexican or something, yeah, You're going to have to learn the lingo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, deep down, I'm, I'm proud, but again, I'm still hungry. Mm. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still wanting that title back massively. Mm. Have you been on to uh, Floyd? Obviously, uh, you know, you need a gym to have a little bit of a knockout over yeah. there, don't you? No, we really. Um, you're all mates. I've seen had, you having the selfies done with yeah, Floyd. You're all pals, I'm aren't sure you? I'm sure he'd let us use the gym, but again, it, it, we'll be there to the, you know, strictly business and we'll be there to do a job. So, you know, <laughs> not a bad fighter, but I think we'll use Roy Jones' gym this, again. Yeah, you know, we right, used that it? for Steve when Steve was over there. Um, but, you know, we, we, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll be speaking to Callum later on in the show. And I've no doubt he's a little bit annoyed with you, mate. You know what I mean? He's got his own world title ambitions mm. coming up. He's not got a, a cemented date yet, but he's yeah. in camp. He's training hard. How can you go and book a fight for Vegas, right? And your brother can't go and get on it. What, yeah, what's what's that about? But he, he's he's like you know he's blessed with a physique that he's kind of always in shape, and he'll go there and he'll still be able to enjoy Vegas and food wise, and you know he'll he'll train the week while while he's in Vegas. He'll take over, and he's lucky. The fight's not scheduled till kind of September date yeah. that's what the, the, the aim is towards so he's got a long time he's in he's in a good place now himself and you know give it to the end of September we'll have two world titles in our house as soon as I uh, as soon as I saw the fight made I thought to myself he's done that because it's out of footy season he can't get in trouble now he can't, yeah. <laughs> he can't go and play Saturdays and Sundays now and yeah. get himself a telling off off Joe I know I know. when we get back then I'll be, I'll be world champion and you can the season it. I'll be starting that's it and you'll have, a good, you'll have a decent yeah. base for your pre-season training yeah, there will, as well, yeah. won't you? I'll be light, yeah. I'm like two different players when I'm light and when I'm heavy. <laughs> you, for, people think we're messing. You genuinely do. But no, do you, yeah. Are you playing Saturdays and Sundays? Saturdays and Sundays. I think I might only play the Saturdays this year. I don't know. Paul Butler's doing the same thing. What is it? Is yeah. it an age thing, lads? Once, you, once you're touching 30, is that what it is? You I can't know. do it anymore? I don't know. It's just kind of... When we're in these tough camps, Sunday's really the only day we'll probably have a full rest day and me and Paul play football. And yeah. People sometimes think oh, I was only a game of footy, but that it might come to yeah. the age might come into play when when I'm saying you're stiff the Monday after the game on Saturday Sunday, you know two 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 ninety minute games you're very very stiff and that's where age is coming into play. Whereas when you're 21, you used to be able to play 90 on a Saturday, yeah, 90 on a Sunday, and be fresh as days on the Monday. But it's getting tough now to play two games a weekend. How are you getting on with the World Cup fantasy football competition that's going on in the gym at the <sighs> moment? I didn't do the best the first round to be honest. Yeah, that's a good team, but. You know, the players I had never really, you know, they all scored second game rounds, Mbappe, mm. Neymar, mm. you know, none of them scored the first game. Um, I had them two as my captain and vice captain, so if they'd, they'd, they've just scored both second games. But I think it's going into the World Cup. It's a weird rule on this fantasy thing because we had to pick a different team, first games and second games. Right. So, Stephen won the first round. Right, So yeah. now we've just all had to do another team now. I'm not sure whether this team now takes a right through or... This team for the last last game, and then we do a new team for the knockout stage. I'm not sure, but Stephen won the first round anyway. Tasha's been bragging. She was there and thereabouts. She was there and thereabouts, man. Considering, think she beat us like me, me. I think me, Callum, and Joe were. Well, Callum um, again when he walked in, he said, "I didn't put my team in. I didn't. I didn't put the score in because I had an absolute shocker. I think he finished bottom of the league, didn't he? Yeah, he had thirty odds, but (laughs) he's, you know, it's a, it's a bit of bit of fun in the gym. You know what I mean? Especially when when it gets to the 
the nitty gritty part of the World Cup than the whole stage. It'll be interesting. But that's the thing that I, I that I always take notice of in this gym. Yeah, you're all here, you're all grafting, and you're all pushing each other on because yourself and your brother are going for world titles. You've got former world champions here. You've got guys wanting British belts and all this type of stuff. So the level is absolutely elite, and everybody's kicking on from each other. But as well as that, the downtime. The good crack. There's a good bit of banter knocking about. Obviously, you've got a fantasy football thing going on. Yeah, you're all, we're all close. You're all big Lo- Love Island fans. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're close. <laughs> you know, we've got a obviously a WhatsApp group, but you know, outer outer boxing teams, we, we'll have our you know gym nights out. We'll go for food together, and hmm. we if there's anything on, we'll all be in the text. Does anyone fancy this? Does anyone fancy that show? Does everyone fancy? Yeah. You know, we, we all went to watch Marcus the weekends. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all we all we all. We all stay in touch. We'll all go to each other's parties and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, we're close. We don't just see each other in the gym. Mm. We, are, we are a close gym. Mm. Um, just finally, um, because we will be speaking about it a little bit later on in the show, your oldest brother, yeah. he's, he's called Simon it now, mate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to be getting it on Twitter now, aren't they? Oh, he's, he's got he's a bit got more time on his hands. time now, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think he, he'll be done with it now. And I think now he's retired. You know, people will probably stop giving him stick. It's... It's crazy to see the amount of people. There's not enough time in a day for you to go on. Yeah, I, I worry about some people when they can sit there off a, you know, fake account and slag people and stuff like that. But you know, Paul seems to love it. He loves the fishing and he loves um, winding people up. But you know, probably only fair the amount of stick he gets. Mm. You know what I mean? So, but don't you know, touch him back on his career. Um, proud of him, really. What, proud a, of what a career, though, man. Yeah. I mean, people maybe who came to the sport late as fans don't know about the amateur career don't know about all the amazing yeah. things that he achieved there and obviously becoming British champion and all that type of stuff yeah Absolutely we followed tremendous. obviously his ABA titles his schoolboy titles from from a young age I think he yeah. can probably take a lot of credit for me Stephen and Callum you know what I mean and being inspired yeah, to yeah and he went on to British champion you know as you say the contender the contender yeah, man. you and know what I mean obviously his world title challenges is, he's, he's very unlucky and you know, being being totally honest with you, he probably should have been world champion. Mm. So um, the Germany fight against Abraham, that was the one, wasn't it? You yeah. know what I mean? Where he probably should have got that decision, yeah, but, it but wasn't he never knocked the challenge back. He, he fought everyone. You know, the, the the kind of put the lip of boxing back back yeah. on the map with Diego Rina, with Paul Quigley and Dodson. Yeah, you know the three fights they had. Um, so you know, he should sit back and be be happy and proud of what he'd done, and obviously live life happy now mm. well he's got a second career now in punditry yeah, mate you know what has, I mean yeah. you know what I mean picking the bones out of your fights that's yeah, what it is but he, again his, his knowledge and his advice for him was three and mm. has been second to none and it, it will only continue now and you know you can look at it from a different point of view now from outside and mm. you know he'd probably take more on board when I saw him last he was a little bit worried that uh, his lad has started putting the gloves on yeah start, his lad's got his medical now as well medical, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think he'll have his first fight in September his lad so Again, you can't stop him if he's got that bug. You know, you just probably Paul hopes yeah. he loses that bug yeah. when he picks up a discovers football. Gales and <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, stuff exactly. like that. You see people do de- 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 when they, you know, when they discover girlfriends and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. or when they discover alcohol and, and going out with the mates, then they can't de- 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 jib the boxing. So, from Paul's point of view, I probably he probably hopes that <laughs> taking him out for a yeah, pint. Hopes that <laughs> yeah. yeah, listen, mate. Top to speak to you. you mean, uh, make sure you stick around because coming up next, um, uh, Callum Smith is going to be on the show. Don't go anywhere. This, this, this is is fight disciples. Uh, you're listening to Radio City Talk. Uh, we're at Gallagher's gym today. 
the other Smith brother who's in world title action is uh, alongside me right now. Callum, uh, I say in world title action, we ain't got a date yet, Sunshine. I'm, I know you're in camp, you're training hard, you're doing your thing, you're going about your business, um, but nobody's uh, confirmed a date. But we, we're led to believe through sources that we've spoken to, including George Groves' camp, that it will be September. first, uh, One of the first two weekends of September, around that time. Yeah, so I've been given a... a a period within it, it should be, which is end of Oct- <laughs> end of August. Area, that's ideal for a September. world title, isn't it? That's yeah, ideal. No, so a period you get in and around this time. That's when you're going to fight. Yeah, so at least I've got something to aim for. But it feels like the last two fights in the tournament have been similar. I got given a rough date to aim for, and then halfway through camp, it got confirmed. Fancy so. a kick, fancy a kickboxer. Have this lad. Yeah, yeah, chuck him in. Yeah, so as I say I know roughly, so I know I can start. You no. Know, the first stages of me camping to start getting ready and then mm. hopefully the date will be confirmed pretty soon and we can start aiming towards mm. that date but no, it's good to just know that the fight's happening with George Groves the last couple of months have been frustrating to say the least but no, George Groves the fight I wanted no, I made no secret that's the that main the thing that's the main thing you've been WBC silver champion since you're about eight years old right? <laughs> <laughs> we've been waiting for a world title haven't we a world title shot for that period of time yeah. it's actually if you think about it it's a bit criminal that it, that it's taken such a long period of time. Nearly three years, man. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while, and it's wrong. Some some of it, it's probably been beneficial. Like, mm. was I ready to you know, be a world champion three years ago? I feel I could have won it, but would I still be world champion now? We'll mm. never know, but I do feel within the last year or two, I, I'm more than ready, and I should have earned a world title shot, and mm. I should have been given one. You know, I feel if I was to be matched against any super middleweight in the world, I'd be confident... I'd come out on top, yeah. No, I still haven't had the chance to prove that yet. Mm. So it's been frustrating, but I've had to just do my part, just keep winning, which I feel I have. And although I feel I've slightly underperformed recently, I do feel I'm improving in the gym with Joe. I'm getting good sparring, and I feel I'm a better fighter now than I was two, three years ago. So I do feel when I do get it and I do win it, then you know everyone will have worked out for the best. I noticed that you made uh, Darrell and uh, Benavidez look like they're going at it again. Yeah. WBC have gone, oh, go on lads, you might as well. Callum's c- cracked on over here, you might as well have a do. Yeah, the, yeah, <laughs> seen that's made and it's probably a good fight. I yeah, it will Benavidez be, yeah. might be a bit too young and fresh for him, I do mm. feel. He's getting better, but I think the time, if you're going to beat him, is now. No, mm. I do feel he has got no slight little faults, but he is getting better. He's only young, so no, he's only going to get better, but it's one of them I do... I do look at him and think he's got my belt. I should have been man. I should have boxed for it. And no, I think no. Hopefully, get the Groves fight out the way. And mm. I say, fingers crossed, I come out with the win. Then I do feel Benavides is a fighter we want down the line. The WC belt mm. is one that I've always had my eye on since turning pro. And I was so close to fighting for it, and never. And I do feel I will fight for it at some point. The, your your problem, I suppose, is you're at that stage now where nobody wants you. But you don't have the trinket in order to coax them in, you know what I mean? Yeah. So by beating George and becoming the WBA super yeah. champion, then you've got the gambling chip then, haven't you? Yeah. You can say, do you want to unify? Do you want a shot at the world title? Let's do it. Yeah, I, I always felt without being big-headed, I'm not really going to give given many volunteers and unless it makes financial sense for the champion. I, you know, the British fighter, then I'd have to work and get myself into mandatory, which I did for... WBC. For the last three years, and then <laughs> for this one, I've had to win the quarter final, semi final to earn a shot at the WBA. And mm. there was times when I thought that one weren't going to happen with Groves' injury, but no, say fingers crossed, I'm fighting for the WBA world title. It's one that I feel I'll win, and then you know, we'll see what happens mm. after that. But 
I turned pro and I said the day I turned pro, I believe I could become a world champion. I probably wouldn't have turned pro if I didn't yeah. believe that. It, it is a very tough sport and there is easier ways to make a living. So, you know, I feel I've done everything right so far. I've beat everyone I've been asked and you know, I've had some, at the time, good fights where you know, the, you know, there was a, a chance I'd lose and I've always performed and delivered. And like I say, I believe this one will bring out the best in me. It's the biggest fight in my career, but out out by, hmm. you know, by far. And I do believe that'll bring out a big performance in myself. I know we're laughing and joking about, obviously, that period of time from becoming WBC Silver Champion and where you're at right now. But it must take amazing mental strength because, like you said, right, you should have fought Darrell yeah. over in the States. On a couple of occasions, that were being messed yeah. about. There's other. There's been chats about loads of other fights, maybe DeGale and all this type yeah. of crack has been going on. And then through the World Boxing Super Series, to come through the two bouts that you came through, and then to potentially not come out of this tournament as a world champion, you must have been in a dark place, mate, because you're thinking, what What have I done? Have I cracked yeah. a mirror? Have I crossed a load of cats? Yeah. Black yeah, cats? What's been going on? Yeah, it was. I'd say, like, I give up a world title shot that I didn't feel was ever going to happen with the WBC to enter this tournament. And I remember people saying he's give up a world title shot for to go in a fight where he has to have two, win another two to yeah, guarantee, yeah. guarantee himself one. And But like, I was always confident I was good enough to do that. And I've, I've done that. I've won my first two fights. And then like I got to the final and the belt weren't waiting for me. And it, it was frustrating. And I was down to question you know, what I'd have to do to yeah. get a world title shot. But no I made no secret that I'd rather wait and fight George than mm. fight another standing. And I'm no glad can't. that they've since sensed the World Boxing Super Series because yeah, they, they were they adamant. Too, be they were adamant with, for yeah. a period of time, weren't yeah. they? Oh, it's got to be this day. Which uh, fair enough. They were saying no fight is bigger than the tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't really. No. If they were bringing in another world champion, yeah, you can't maybe. sold the tournament to yeah, probably yeah. me and a lot of other fighters. Where you win it, you're the world champion. And mm. then if I was a fighter replacement and beat him, I'd be no world boxer super series yeah, yeah, champion yeah. but i still wouldn't be a world champion and mm. i didn't turn pro to become the world boxer super series i didn't it didn't even exist then i yeah, turned yeah. pro to become a world champion and that's what i wanted so i say i'm happy evans evans gone the way it took a long way getting here but it's all happened the way i thought it would and mm. i'm fighting george goes for the world title and at the minute he's number one in the division and that's where i want to be i want to be the best middleweight in the world i don't just want to be another world champion who's yeah. you know, ranked five, six in the world. I want to be the best and I believe beating George Groves puts me there. What a division as well, especially in Britain. Yeah. Because I know we've just mentioned Benavides and Darrell and all them lads over in uh, America and don't get me wrong, the great fights and yeah. I've no doubt you'll go down that path at some point. But even just here in the UK, mate, yeah. you've got Groves ahead of you. Yeah. The girls regained his yeah. belt. There's other lads knocking about as well, having a bit of a sniff. I know yeah. your old adversary, Rocky's going for yeah. uh, the regular version of yeah. the WBA title. I mean, it's yeah, red off right here. Very good division domestically, but when you see domestically, they're not domestic level no, fights. No, 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 no. We're yeah. level fights, so like I say they. But that's how it. That's how it used see. to be, though. When I started following boxing in the nineties, Ben Eubank, Collins, yeah. these it lads. Used to be super middleweight as well. It yeah, always yeah, seems yeah. to provide you no know, the good fighters from Britain, and you no, know, I'm happy to be a part of it. And like I say, if I can be a big Groves, and you no, know, I'd more than welcome fight with Gale, mm. so especially now he's got his world title back that's mm. another massive fight a unification fight which I believe every world champion should want to look to do I, I don't really like these world champions who get a belt and then try and make as many easy defences as they can before the force to fight someone or oh, don't so fight I mean we've yeah. got people in other weight divisions for example Donnie Stevenson just rocks yeah, up once a year Gary, yeah. Gary Russell does the exact same thing yeah, just once just a year like, yeah you've achieved your dream of becoming a world champion but going there's still three other champions in your weight mm. 
I've don't be the man. Said, yeah, I've always said if you ask, you know, hundred people who the best welterweight in the world, you probably get a few different answers. Whereas if you ask everyone who the best, you know, light welterweight in the world is, they'd all probably say Terence Crawford. Yeah, good chance. You know, just moved up. Or if you ask the middleweight one, they'd all say Gennady Golovkin. And mm. I'd like that at my division. You no, know, everyone the answer to be Callum Smith and no questions about it and mm. it doesn't happen enough in different ways in my opinion because there's four belts and because you know, too many fighters don't really want to risk fighting each other and losing their belt which guarantees the money and defences mm. so we are kind of knowing where the date is yeah. do we know where the venue is I mean the fans are ready no, mate they're ready no, to go and buy a no. ticket aren't they you know no I have no idea I've been talking about London Manchester Birmingham yeah. I have no idea I think it is one or the other and it's London or yeah, Manchester yeah I think so so but I say anywhere, uh, my last fight was in Germany, so anywhere in England, I feel like home. And if I have to go to London to beat him, mm. then you know, that's fine by me. I've boxed there a few times. Like I say, it doesn't feel like I'm going into an opponent's backyard. It just feels like another show. It's a ring, mate. Yeah, exactly. And mm. especially in Britain, it's just I've boxed all over with Matchroom and always felt like the home fighter. And I think this will be no different. Mm. Um, if it's any consolation, um, they've not announced the cruiserweight final yet, no. but we know that it's July 21st in Moscow, all yeah. right, which is less yeah. than four weeks away. So yeah, I, I hopefully the fighters know, and they're on we yeah, uh, they're on we training for it. Yeah, hopefully they will. Or they probably been told a rough time, but that's a good fight as well. It's a very good fight, and mm. I'm happy that one's happening after the injury, and he wasn't. Mm. Well, that was the thing. I don't think they ever questioned replacing any of them. They were just talking about replacing us to which I yeah, don't know yeah. what that says about me and Gross, to be fair. <laughs> um, how annoyed are you, by the way, um, with uh, your, uh, your older brother, Liam, yeah. for uh, for booking a fight in Vegas, mate, whilst you're preparing for your own fight? I mean, you can't get stuck in now, can you? You can't go and enjoy yourself. Yeah, I know. I was, I was saying to Liam, there was questions of where it was going to be, and I was saying, I hope it's New York. I can go over to New York and do a bit of shopping and whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Vegas. I think everyone will be going out <laughs> partying, and I'll be I'm sat in my room and training with Joe while we're over there. But I made up for him. He's waited to say yeah. he's had a frustrating time. Absolutely, yeah. out and champion changing and not sure whether he's going to keep his mandatory and it's good to finally get this fight and hopefully get his belt back which say lost to a special fighter in Canelo but yep. I do feel he's good enough to be a world champion I was I was talking to Anthony on a, a previous show about uh, Mungia and yeah. even though he was impressive against Saddam Ali, I mean, very impressive, yeah. and it's a very tough fight, I just thought that he was getting caught quite easily on the way in. Now, I don't know whether that was because he felt maybe Ali's power early and thought, yeah. I could walk through it. I don't yeah. know, because um, I, I haven't seen too much of him. But that must light Liam's yeah. eyes up. He must think to himself, right, come on then, son, walk on to these. Yeah, the more he's watched them, he, is, he does take shots that come in. It's like he just believes in his own power and thinks, I'll... I walk through you before you put a dent in me, kind of thing. And he's young, he's hungry, he's being active. And but Ali, was, Ali was a, a welterweight. Yeah, coming up. I think Ali, your brother's not a welterweight. Yeah, right? I think Ali kind of flattered him a little bit. I think he was too small, and I think that frustrated Liam a lot more watching it, mm. thinking I'd have probably done the same to Ali. And but it is a tough fight. But I think because of the Ali fight, I think Liam will probably get a lot more credit for beating him. Mm. So I think it. He probably looked a little bit better than what he is, although he is a very good fighter and it is a tough fight and Liam knows that and he's putting the work in the gym, he's getting good sparring in and he's in good shape and he wants that belt back and he's going to do everything he can to get it. Mm. Uh, finally, before I let you crack on with your training today, mate, yeah. how are you getting on with the uh, World Cup fantasy football? Because I know there's a bit of a crack going on here in the, in the gym. Not the best after the first round, I'm mm. coming last. So What are you doing there? Who are you I picking? Who's in there? Who's in the team? A good team, to be fair, but none of them none of them can. You've gone scouts heavy, haven't you? You put Mo in there, you put no, everybody in there, haven't you? I thought Egypt won't do too good, so I didn't put them in. But 
crawler had like a Swedish left back who scored and he's got him about forty points or something. It's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. He, he went for he went for he went, he went for Lukaku, mate, and Lukaku's yeah, know, World Cup Lukaku's not the same one yeah. as Man United Lukaku, exactly, mate. Sadly, I know, I picked all good players in the Prem and they haven't like, mm. Messi in there. He hasn't quite done it. I didn't mm. put Ronaldo in. And Steven did, and he got a load for him. It's just. Harry Kane's the man, mate. Harry Kane's the man at the moment. Get him in, lad. But I'm hoping this round I'll do a little bit better. But mm. we were all putting our scores in the group chat and I wouldn't put mine in because <laughs> everyone else was putting them in it. I see, that was I me and then Sasha put it in and here's was I me and I thought, I'm not having it. in the end, I was getting messages, put your score in. So I just put it in. I think I come last. So I've got a bit of catching up to do. Mate, all the best with that. So and all the best uh, all the best with his camp. Um, we'll keep our eye out for a day. I don't yeah. know if we'll get it off the Boxing Super Series. We'll probably have to get it off you or Joe, yeah, mate. All right. Uh, but um, either the first or the eighth is what we're yeah. hearing, September-wise. Yeah. Either Manchester or London. Um, it's a shame for fans because they, I'm sure they want to book hotels or yeah. they want to book travel yeah, exactly. to come and people, see that opportunity. Some people need notice with work and stuff. Yeah, of course. So it is a bit frustrating for them as well as me. But people keep asking me, is if I know? And like, yeah, yeah. let me know. And I think I've, I know probably just as yeah, much yeah. as you. But so hopefully the next week or two, I get confirmation. This, this, this is it. Fight Disciples. Uh, now, the final part of the Radio City Talk Show, if you've only just joined us, by the way, you've missed uh, Beefy and you've missed uh, Mundo, of which will be available on a podcast tomorrow, so make sure you uh, uh, download it. Also available on our podcast in our normal boxing show, uh, the man that runs this gym, Joe Gallagher. He's on there, obviously, slagging every man and his dog off, but I did say in, in that particular show uh, that he would be joining me on the Radio City Talk Show to talk about this new academy uh, that he sets up, and you may have seen uh, bits of press on this uh, over the last couple of weeks or so. Now, first of all, where did the idea come from? Because you've got a decent career here, mate. You know what I mean? You're the uh, former Ring Magazine trainer of the year. You've got uh, some fantastic fights for your fighters coming up. We've had two lads on the show that are fighting for world titles. Uh, you've got Crawler in the gym. You've got other guys in the gym fighting at British domestic level, world level, whatever, right? How are you going to find the time to now open up in tech? Technically, a school mm-hmm. to find the uh, maybe the next generation of fighter, or maybe the next generation of media type, or the next generation of nutritionist, because that's what this academy is is kind of looking out for. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think it's part of what I call the exit plan. Um, it's just something that I've always wanted to do. Always wanted to do. Of everyone knows, come from Ben Chill Withenshaw. Um, the work that Jim Egan did there was great with the kids. Um, Phil Martin, then I went to up Moss Side. And when you look around the Princess Parkway way back in the day mm. when there was gang warfare going on, there was only one building open and it was Moss Side ABC, Champs Camp. And it was like a. Still there? Yeah, yeah, it's still there, but it was like a, um, a, a lighthouse. There were the only lights on, sweat dripping off the windows, kids in there. And everyone mm. talks about the success stories that fills the four British champions, but there's loads of kids that have gone there that have gone on to become professional trainers, that have gone on to become accountants, paint and decorators, car mechanics, lawyers. Mm. Their success stories, and that's what, unfortunately, like I said, with Brendan Ingle recently, everyone knows about the world champions, but the success stories that went in the gym. And it's a case of wanting to not do the same, but give back. There's 60, at 16, when I left school, there was either a YTS or you go and get a job. I was pulled out on the road with my dad and, right, we're going flagging and curbing down Busby Way and wherever else we went. And that was it. So people then have to get a job and then there's no boxing. It's very fortunate now we have uh, funding for the England and the elite boxers. But for the kids that get to 16 and there's nothing to do for them. And now that they have to be in education to 18, I just thought, right, I, I really want to do something. And with it, 
I want to do, I want to be do, doing right, not just an academy, but a boxing academy, but with education, good education with mm. it as well. Obviously, there's boxing involved, and we're bringing really good coaches in, and it's great, but more predominantly, it's more to do with the education side of it. Um, you get a BTEC sport, and in the course and the module over the two years, you do things like sports psychology, sport journalism, um, strength and conditioning, analysing sport in performance, um, first aid course, Different things like that, that at the end of the two years, there's a pathway there for you. If you are a good boxer, a good amateur boxer there, there's got to be a pathway there to England and Team GB. If you want to then go on to become a David Lloyd trainer that is there, if you want to then go into university to sport psychology or sport nutrition or strength and conditioning or sport and journalism, that's there for you. So it's just making sure that these 16 to 18 year olds just don't fall off the radar. Mm. (coughs) And, uh, And that's it. What type of, I've no doubt the application process has already started and you're being inundated uh, by oh. kids wanting to get involved with with this. Uh, do, do, do they have boxing backgrounds already, some of these kids, yes. or what? Yeah, some of them do. Um, uh, I think it was when we launched it on the Wednesday, on the Friday, um, Virtual Learning phoned me up and went, we just need one application from Scotland. And you've got everyone from the UK applied. People from Dublin, Belfast, South Wales, London, wow. Nottingham, Lincolnshire. Parents on the phone, we want to send them. Where can I put them up for digs and stuff like that? I'm like, oh my God. And then not on top of that, but there's other companies that have come on board that want to be part of it as well. We've had the, Maurizio sent me a, a nice email. Um, from the Solomon du- you're talking now. I like that. For people that are listening to the show, <laughs> yeah, you say Maurizio, they go, Who, who's Maurizio? Maurizio not- Solomon, WBC president. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, um, like to put um, his governing body to Do it. Do you have a WhatsApp group? Is that what you're on? You, <laughs> you, and, you and more? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think Eddie will allow me. But uh, yeah, so um, that's great if, we, if they've got some programs that they run that might run alongside with ours. So uh, so maybe some WBC affiliation, maybe yeah, possible. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the tremendous. type of thing. So, so at the moment, we're, we've got a table there and all of a sudden we've got all these jigsaws. Uh, pieces and it's just about putting them together in, yeah. in the right way and uh, um, that's what we're doing but the, the response has been fantastic you can still apply um, to the academy on the joegallagheracademy.com there's a, an application process on there you type in your name address and send an email in um, yeah and, and that's it and what I wanted to do I didn't want to put my name to it and just be at another academy I wanted it to, to be the best and that kids come there and that they leave and if they don't go to boxing that's no problem you're not here to come boxing I keep stressing it's not a Joe Gallagher feeder for the professional professionals um, but I'm sure the coaches that will help out there some of the boxers that will come down there whether it be Stephen Smith Anthony Crawler Natasha Jonas helping out mm-hmm. doing master classes myself going down um, and, and I'm sure there'll, there'll be people there that'll be able to spot talent and be able to guide them in the direction if they want to turn professional well there be the most of it, uh, a way in there with matrim or whatever do you understand yeah. but it isn't about that it's about going on there there's, there's mock interviews with companies like Mawson HSBC that type of thing as well and um, that's that's what it, that's what it's all about it's all mm. about not not having kids lost at age 16 so the ambition then isn't necessarily to go and find a kid that's going to go and win gold at the olympics no. or go and become a professional no. it's a bear, it's about at the end of it having a story from a kid that says listen i was in trouble maybe with the police or i was yeah. in trouble with this i was in trouble with that or maybe just lost and going in the wrong direction school wasn't for me 
and I found my calling from this. Mm. And they might go and open up, like you say, a nutrition shop or something like, or whatever it may be. They've ju- you're just giving them a purpose. Well, yeah, hundred percent. At age sixteen, a lot of kids when they leave school, um, obviously they've got to stay in eighteen. And haven't got a clue what they're doing. They get to eighteen, they haven't got a clue what they're doing. They mm. just follow the process. Well, you get and these A, B, or, or, or my mates doing that. I'll go and do what yeah, they're doing. I'll go and do that business one, or I'll go and do that one, or, or whatever. Um, I think all kids leave school with a good. Uh, RE mark but I don't think they all go and become priests and nuns do they but yeah, yeah. back in the day everyone went and got their girls went and hairdressing and nails and the lads went and doing building or car mechanic and them sort of like trades are dead but apprentices yeah, yeah. yeah exactly so apprenticeships are coming back in which is really good but this is about that and like I say if we can guide someone along the path to have a qualification to go into university to do say sports psychology or what you do um, it's a uh, it's what good. I do what mess about talking <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to push anybody down this road no, <laughs> no but it, it's just a fascination. It just needs that switch yeah. to to boom on and they go. Joe, I really like that. And listen, I know what to do with the boxing, but I, I want to see and and even to sit down and analyze sport and performance. Yeah, you just don't know where the switch is. You've got a present, but this course hopefully will cover a various of things like that, and there'll, there'll be one there that'll turn the spark on, and I'll go, that's it, that's where I'm going. Mm. Now, obviously, this is on our uh, Liverpool show, Radio City uh, Talk. This is going to be based in Manchester, so it's only down the road. So if you're listening in, in on Merseyside at this moment in time, the gym and the facility yeah. is uh, in North Manchester, is that yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It's in Harper 8. It's at the factory zone. Um, fantastic facility. It's got everything all in-house. Afternoon, they'll do the boxing training, and the afternoon, they'll do the educational side of it, yeah. um, part of the course. So it's really good. Um, I know uh, I've had applications already from no Liverpool. Other country, yeah. um, Natasha Jonas has told me her, her inbox has been... Uh, pinged a few times people wanting to know parents have been on the phone so it's great that it's got such a a, a reception um, and that people are showing interest by that then it shows that there was a need for it and it, it, I, if it's only just one if it's only just that one kid that's it and um, I, I just want I want to, to give back and have and the other side of it as well and people don't realise as well I, I've got fighters in the gym that are most probably Paul Smith's just retired now but you know Paul fingers and pies Paul will be alright in life he's that type of guy but in 12 months 18 months time you've got possibility the likes of say Stephen Smith Anthony Crawler Natasha Jonas most probably retire from the sport of boxing what are they going to do them three that alone are great ambassadors are yeah. great ambassadors they've not come from Privileged backgrounds, you understand? Kirkdale, Toxteth, Moston, the normal kids, Hosea Burton, so Marcus Morrison from Hatsley. But after boxing, if there's a role for them to get involved and become an ambassador, a leader, a mentor, an inspired yeah. So that's for them well, and that they come on and get a role and they're coaching, they're part of the coaches and inspiring them kids. And these kids that I've mentioned have all become British champions, Natasha Olympics. They're, they're coaches there that have been there and done that and hopefully they'll come a part of it and I'll be able to provide something for them when they finish boxing that yeah. they're not looking around, not knowing what to do. Well, there you go. You go there two or three times a week. You go to the academy if there's one in Liverpool or whatever. Do you understand that? I really want to make sure that there's something for them when they finish boxing as well. And this is an option. They don't have to take it, but I'd really like them to be involved in it. What's, um, you mentioned at the start of this conversation, the exit plan. You're not thinking of uh, packing it in, are you? Doing the old uh, calling it calling time on the old professional game. Uh, I think uh, listen, uh, being involved in boxing since the age of ten, um, fifty at the end of the year—that's forty years. 
Um, my fighters. Are you, only, are you only 50? You've had a bloody bad paper around you, lad. <laughs> and the milk round. And the, and the market <laughs> stall. All three of them I used to work just to buy myself a pair of Adidas kick and Farrah and Pringle. So, uh, yeah, so um, that was it. So uh, I just think to myself, the stable, a lot of people say we've overachieved. I'll put my hands up and I go, yeah, we have. Do you understand? A lot of people who have underachieved as well. But um, I just think to myself, the group of fighters, everyone has the moment in the sun. You see it over the years with the Kyle Zaggy stable, the Billy Graham stable, the Brian News, the Phil Martin, Brendan Ingalls. Not just necessarily boxing, in, no, in, in all yeah, aspects in all, of all, life. In all yeah. aspects. And it's like, you know what, I, I, I want to do this. I want to still be involved, whether it be in a managerial role, promotional role, or in the academy role. I think to do that and be become more heavily involved in that and doing stuff and doing stuff with kids that don't go to school, that aren't allowed in school, that the naughty kids, I call them, um, who come from really bad backgrounds, um, whether from drug backgrounds, alcoholic backgrounds, I really want to get involved more, I won't say social worker, but that type of thing, dealing with kids and, um, and helping them. Trying to them. inspire. Yeah, and trying to inspire or getting my kids, lads that I fight to get involved in that type of work as well. And um, yeah, as far as boxing is concerned, listen, we've had a great run. Hopefully we'll do well over the next three to five years now. But then after that, then I just think, nah, I, I, that's, that's what I want to do. I feel I'm getting more passionate about that. I feel... Boxing have been very good. Um, I'm still getting phone calls each week um, asking people, will I train them, will I take them on? And to take kids on at this type of stage, they've got to be something special. And Natasha I took on because I knew it would only be a two-year project. Sam Hyde and people like that fit into the schedule of when I want to finish boxing. So, mm. um, yeah, so that's it. I'm not saying the door's not shut, that there isn't people that I would take on. Um, but um, yeah that's it I, I want to get to a point and go Do you know what? I've done that I don't become bitter with the sport the sport's been very good for me uh, and my fighters I've got good relationships with people and I don't and you've it. achieved what you wanted to achieve yeah and there's still things that I still want to achieve I still want to achieve the, 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 I don't think the, the fire isn't burning bright it is burning bright and the, there's lots of people uh, that I still want to prove wrong there's still goals for me lads that I still want to them to achieve to prove people wrong and to be able to look back in five ten years time and we all get together and say we did it we did it and uh, I'm not happy with what some of them have achieved I know that there's more in them and I want to pull that out of them in this final stretch of their careers and my career and mm. they have to pull it from me as well especially with the next two because we're talking historical fights really especially the one in Vegas for beefy we had him on the show a little bit earlier on first Scouser to win a world title in Las Vegas. First one to headline in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an amazing achievement. Mm. And uh, I know Vegas will be full of Scousers anyway. Uh, so um, I'm sure they'll be what, plenty. in July? They'll need the booming sun cream, mate. <laughs> I know they will, but let's say that it'll be great. Now for people that were thinking about going over there, Liam's there. So what a weekend that'll be. Let's go yeah. to Vegas on the last for the weekend. Let's go and cheer Beefy on. Let's be there. Let's be a part of history. And uh, let's roar him over the finishing line. If Liam Smith does that, become a two-time world champion, winning on the road against a very, very... He was the 2017 prospect of the world. He, he guy, he's now come and achieved. He's dreaming of becoming a world champion. He's on a... So on a good run, but imagine if Liam Smith can do it, it'd be, it'd be fantastic. And uh, obviously, you're making reference there to Callum Smith, George Groves, that's a huge fight. Natasha Jonas, her world title. Can you, can have, you can have three, realistically, this year. Because Natasha, I think, is literally what... She's fighting in August. Yeah, she's fighting Cardiff, in August, and the world and then, title's nailed on after that. Though. Right, so, there you go. So um, you could, at the end of this year... Would that be the most that you've had in one particular year, three? No, you had, had two, no, didn't you? No, I've had three in one year. I had three in one year. Quig, Callum and... Um, Quig, Crawler and Beefy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Scott Quig, listen, I felt sorry for Scott. He got it through. 
offices and all stuff like that. I felt sorry for him that he never heard the words and they knew yeah. where Liam was my first in that type of sense, yeah, technicality yeah, yeah, and yeah. crawler. But I know there's another world title win in both of them kids, as there is one in Callum Smith, there is one as Natasha Jonas. Callum Johnson, when you punch as hard as he does, always has a chance, even though B2B Everett is a monster of a puncher. Um, he has a chance, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to say you can't write Stephen off. He's coming back, and uh, has, has the Callum Johnson better BF thing been sorted or not? No, it's still waiting on um, purse bids this week. But uh, I'm not going to let Callum Johnson go and fight unless he isn't getting paid well. Yeah, um, this isn't just a fight and a world title opportunity. This is, you're talking about putting a kid's health on the line here. Very much, if you would be if you were fighting a triple G, you need to get paid well. That's a huge job, and you need life change money, proper exactly. money. Exactly, and if that isn't the money, what? we're expecting and it isn't our fault that B2BF doesn't bring that type of money in well Callum Smith uh, Callum Johnson's uh, promoter Eddie Hearn has just got a billion dollar deal I think he, he allocates like five million dollars per show yeah I expect Eddie Hearn to, to win that purse bid and be paying Callum Johnson well for, for what he did and we're only be asking what anybody else would be going over there whether Kel Brook would be fighting at a Triple G or mm. whoever else Callum Johnson is absolutely putting everything on the line and uh, he's only had one round I've been mithering to try and get him a, another fight before this but because we're in negotiations we can't and if the money's not right we'll pull him out of it and mm. he'll go and defend that British title a couple of times there's big money to be made at the British or European title shot so um, we'll see where we are with that mm. Three world champs by the end of the year, man. That could be good. Uh, I don't want to um, um, test it. It, it, it's, it's, it's The fact that the three of them are in that position is a fantastic achievement. I think when fighters turn professional, they all think about winning a British title. That's all they want to do is win a British title. They've all done that. The Smith brothers have all done that. Fantastic mm. ambassadors for the, for, for the city of Liverpool. But then all four of them have gone and challenged for world titles. To think back of the other great fighters that won world titles for Liverpool, but even challenge you know, like Handy Oligan, Paul Hodkinson, mm. people that have challenged for world titles, and then the four Smith brothers have all gone and challenged genuine fighters for them. Your Arthur Abrahams, Liam, obviously Canelo lost. What can you do there? Um, Stephen Smith lost a good fighter, Pedraza, um, and then the other kid, and now you got Cam Smith going fighting the number one in the world, George Groves. So they're not going challenging numpties for the belts. They're, they're challenging the real deals, and mm. that's a fantastic achievement in in itself. And obviously Natasha Jonas, what what a great success story that is. Um, retired, become a mum, come back to that's, the pro game. That's probably the best story out of the lot. Natasha's. It's, it's a great story, and mm. you've seen it today. She's getting better yeah, and better. Is. And the Katie Taylor fight that'll be made. Mm. I um I was I was talking to Tasha about um technique and that is the thing that seems to have developed so much over the last 12 to 18 months and therefore because that technique has developed that left hook is frightening i was watching it from a bird's eye view just looking down on it and it was absolutely ridiculous how hard she was hitting that pad yeah. i wouldn't like to be on the end of it no tasha tasha was always known for a straight backhand she had a great straight backhand obviously from the amateur system backhand point scoring and there wasn't much in the lead hook hand and um, she's developing it and the other day i told her to go on the pads tech sparring with uh callum uh liam smith and a uh, crawler and when she was landing that hook you could see them looking at me like where's, where's that come from and i only did that because i wanted them to think because it isn't just me saying she's hitting out of that and like yeah they've seen it half letting it go so uh she's building in confidence she's seeing her she's always watching what liam's does what callum does and uh she, she, she's a good student of the sport she's, she's very she's mm. very very acute and deserves the chance now obviously i, I think so i think Car that, cardiff get that out of the way 
do the business in Cardiff. World title. And I, I just hope now um, the Sky Machine that's there with uh, Katie Taylor and that turn the attention and start. Um, really, it was great for her. I was so happy for her to have won her first pro title in Liverpool, the Echo Arena. Yeah. It was a good TV fight. I just hope they get behind her now and give her the buzz, the, the red carpet treatment, I'll call it, and say, listen, we've got to appreciate this type of, appreciate this type of talent where we've gone because I do think once Natasha and Katie retire... Um, that's got to be the big super fight. Mm. We really need these girls pushing and pushing out their publicity wiles to inspire the next generation of girls. We've got some good girls coming through. Mm. Liv Hussey from Liverpool, she's a good yeah, talent good. coming through. So, uh, she's good. yeah, yeah, she's good. Um, well, thanks for your time. Thanks no for problem. thanks for having me down here today, mate. Because uh, we've uh, we've created loads of uh, conversations which I'm sure people will enjoy. Of which you can get on our uh, website, fightdisciples.com. You can get them all on iTunes as well. Um, and for Radio City Talk listeners, make sure you're back with us next week because we'll have more um, from the mixed martial arts world as uh, as Nick will be back off his holidays talking to uh, Paddy Pimlet once again. This, this, this is, 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 is. Fight Disciples. There you go. That was the Radio City Talk Show this week featuring Liam Smith, Callum Smith and Joe Gallagher. But as I promised you on episode 212 of the Fight Disciples multi-award winning podcast this week, uh, there's some additional extras because I caught up with Paul Butler and uh, Jose Burton and Sam Hyde whilst I was at Gallagher's gym. Enjoy. Let's talk about the day job, fighting, mate. We obviously saw you out um, uh, against Rodriguez in, uh, in Cardiff. Yeah. Um, as you, as you walked into the gym, you told me that the nose wasn't broken. No. Not um, broken? I went and had it looked at on the Monday. Yeah. And, um, he had a good go at it, didn't he? He had a right good go at it. Yeah, I thought it was broken as soon as I ran through and he hit me with an uppercut. And um, I went back to the corner and I knew, I knew it worked right. My nose never bleeds and it was pouring. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Joe said to me after mine, he said, uh, I'm calling this. He said, your nose is a mess. And I said, you've got no chance of calling this fight. He said, what? I said, no way. I said, you can't call this fight. I said, my nose is fine. I said, don't, don't give a f- two fucks like what, what, what my nose is like. I said, all my fans have come to watch me box here. I said, that, you're not calling this. I said, I'll just move my feet. And he goes, all right, go on. And he, but it is after, his job after, to look after yeah, you, isn't it? After the fight, he said, when we got to the changing room, he said, I wanted a response out of you. He said, I got what I wanted. He said, I got the answer in the corner. He said, if you'd have never answered me, he said, I'd, I'd, I'd called it. He said, but the way you, you answered me, hmm. he said, and the way you went out in the 10th round, I think it was, he said, showed me that you didn't need to be pulled. Hmm. So He's legit, hmm. Rodriguez. I mean, you knew that anyway, but going yeah. into it, we spoke about it, obviously, going in there. I mean, he's, yeah, been, I, he's been well touted, obviously, being as, like a mini version of Miguel Cotto, yeah, mate, that, and he, and he showed and up I, that I, night. I called that before. I said he is very much like Cotto. Um, do you know what? Like When we went head-to-head at the press conference, the day before the weigh-in on the Thursday I went back to my room and I thought there's no there's no size difference in us I thought dude, like I felt every yeah, bit yeah. bigger than him you know standing next to him but when I put a picture on my Instagram I noticed shoulders we were the same same height yeah um, eyes we were looking eye to eye but when I looked at his arms his arms went about three inches longer than mine four inches I thought fucking hell, another one of them <laughs> another one of them where it's just like <laughs> You know where you think you're out of range, but you're not. And you're referring to Tete away. now, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. Tete, we knew was massive though, but yeah, yeah. I didn't think his reach was going to be that long. Mm. Um, Rodriguez is, but when we got in there, it yeah. had shown that. that, as well. that well, that was the that was the impressive thing about mm. him is that his jab was absolutely outstanding. Yeah, was, like you say, it was sharp as well. Yeah, yeah. Really sharp. Um, none of his punches really prop 
like hurt me. The, the first left up that he caught me with was a shot that I didn't see, and it was it was a shot what done me head in for until I seen the. I didn't see the knockdown for about two weeks. Yeah. Um, and I was just flicking through my sky, and it was on the telly. There I am. And there it was, yeah. And it was just showing the highlights of, mm. of the fight, and um, it's showing the left hook. And my my right hand's tight to my face, but he just clips my chin. Mm. And uh, until then, I, t- I remember texting Joe saying, "My hand was tight. It was just he clipped the, the inside of my chin." But it happens, man. You can't do not because we worked on that saying when you trade a left hook, your right hand's got to be tight. And I was thinking for couple of weeks wow wow Alva dropped that we worked on that yeah yeah and then I watched it back and I've never it. dropped it now but you just clipped me on the inside yeah mm. you've been in with mm. Tete and you've been in with him yeah who do you rate more Tete yeah Tete's yeah. still the man for yeah, you Tete's still the man his punching power was frightening um, Rodriguez could punch yeah. um, when he hit me it stunned me but like like the first shot I obviously didn't see I got up did hurt because I stayed down till 7 or 8 yeah 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 um, I got up, my, my head was clear. I don't think the second shot was a knockdown. I think it was more of a... There, there was a there was I was a li- there. It wasn't it was a little bit. No, it was it, a little was, bit of a flurry, but it was as like I stepped back, yeah, I, yeah I, I fall. And I remember saying to the referee, that's not a fucking knockdown. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he carried on counting. I weren't too happy about that. And I think that changed the whole style of the fight for me. Because, Mate, because we, it is. You do that in the... What was it? First round, that? First round, yeah. yeah. Three rounds down straight away. Um, we wanted You're chasing to box. it. You're uphill then. We wanted to box like we did against Dewey Hall. Yeah. Let him come, let him come, and boom, and away get we go. Get out, yeah. yeah. And uh, that just changed the whole style of the fight for me. I had to go looking for it, and I was walking onto shots, but it's one of them things, isn't it? Of course it is, mate. Mm. Now, you've had a, the dust has settled. You've been on your holidays, enjoyed a little bit of downtime. Yeah. This is actually first day back, isn't it? First day back today in six weeks, yeah. Longest time I've had off since I was 10 years of age. Really? Mm. Yeah. Good, though? Enjoyed yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I have enjoyed it, uh, but it's good to be back. We um, don't look like you put nice much on. No, I'm, I've only put like a, st- a stone and a bit on. 9 9 a.m. Yeah, so yeah. I'm happy with that. I've, I've, I've come back heavier before. I've come back 10, 10 4, so mm. I'm happy with 9 9. Well, on weight, where are you at? What we what we're doing? We're, we're going bantam weight. Um, let us just clear this up. Right. right. Yeah, go on. Right, we had four weeks for that fight. Um, we had a phone call to say. It's it's that show or nothing financially. It can't go on any other show. We yeah. wanted a little bit longer than four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, financially, Eddie couldn't fit on any other show with wages-wise uh, because that was the biggest one around at that time. So it was four weeks or nothing for us. And we had the the World Boxing Super Series dangling, dangling with us. So I'd have been stupid not to take the Rodriguez fight, which I did. Um, I came in two weeks, about two weeks before the uh, Rodriguez fight and I, on the Monday or the Tuesday and I weren't well Joe sent me home I didn't come back to the Friday and Joe was Joe actually said we're going to have to call this and I said no way because he just called Liam as well and I said no chance I said I, we can't call this I said because then there's no IBF title there's no hmm. World Boxing Super Series then for me I said where do I go from them because all the, all the belts are getting held in there then yeah. I said so there's nowhere for me to go I'm going to be stuck in them Little poxy eight rounders. I said, and I'm not doing that. Yeah, Jamie like, was on his way to Japan at the yeah, time exactly. as well, which was an option. Um, yeah, and I'd, I'd done that for years with with Frank after the Tete, after the Tete loss, eight rounders, ten rounders, and it done me. I didn't WBO European titles. They're not for me then. You've been um, world champ. You've had a test. Yeah, you want, you like, want more of a test? Yeah, and I, I didn't fancy sitting around doing eight rounds while while all the belts were in that tournament. So I said, no, got to take that. I said, we'll, we'll, so. The weight wasn't too bad. It was just the week of the fight. Mm-hmm. We got down there. 
And um, the morning of the, the morning, no, the night before the fight, I was about four pound over. Got up the morning of the fight. I was still the same. I hadn't lost nothing in my sleep. I trained, and I think nine ounces came off me in like three hours. Your body shut down then. You were obviously yeah. pro- well, really ill, and therefore it well, was just holding on. When to I got off the scales, I went. And sp- obviously, you see a doctor after the scales. I spoke to the doctor about it, and he said that's to do with your salt in your body, with you being ill. Mm. He said your body is just keeping hold of everything. That's yeah. why you didn't want. That's why your body did not want to lose weight. Um. But then you sit there on Twitter and you're getting absolute... S- I sat there in my room on Friday night, I swear, and I was scrolling through my phone and I was thinking... You need to stay off it, mate. No, I know, we need to stay off Well, about 10 o'clock I ended up to, I thought, you know what, I can't read that anymore. Mm. I've got, like, English people slating me, saying, hey, Rodriguez knocks you out on that. And I'm like, you know what, I used to bite, I used to get into an argument with them, but I just look at them now and just think... Sleep. Most of them have never put a glove on in their life. And at the same and height the, as me and the fifteen not stone, they've never had a they've never had yeah. a diet in their life. And and not only that, don't really understand no. the, the extremes that nah, fighters they, go to in order they, to make they have, weight. They haven't got a clue, mate, honest to God, but like they say, keyboard warriors. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But from again, I'm I i do not want to defend them because they mm. are wrong, but just on the uh they just look at the black and white of it and they go yeah, they just You sign a fight, weight. you make contract, you yeah, fail yeah, weight, that's course, it, that's what yeah, they see. They, they don't see what goes on behind of course. closed doors, of course. So go on, clear it up. Where, where are we going to? Because then obviously off the back of that, then Kiwa Warriors are saying, He can't make that weight, yeah, he's gotta yeah, move yeah. up now. He's gotta no, move up. No, I'm I'm a bantamweight and I'll make it comfortable next time and I'll prove that. Uh, bantamweight is not an issue with me. Um but obviously with the four weeks coming down from probably nine stone to ten hmm. with four weeks notice. Yeah. Being ill out of training for three or four days. Um in that period, so no, I'm a, I'm a bantamweight and I'll be staying at bantamweight. This, 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 He's across from me right now. I'd say something. You're looking tan. Everybody's looking tan. I know the weather's wicked at the moment in time, mate. Are you out and about in the in the garden? Is that what you're doing? Are you taking in a little bit? Yeah, when the sun's out, the top's off. That's it. Sun's out, guns out. That's yeah. how you work, isn't it? That's how I work, yeah. Uh, listen, um, just um, for people listening, let's clarify. Newcastle didn't happen. They were expecting to see you on the Ritson-Kelly undercard last week. They didn't get to see the ring walk. They didn't get to see you doing your business. What happened, mate? Where were you at? Um, I had an injury in sparring. Mm-hmm. Uh, week before so I thought I thought it was going to be I thought I was going to get through the fight I was going to get to the fight get through it but do you know what the risk uh, outweighed the yeah. reward for me not worth because it because if I got beat by somebody who I shouldn't have got beat by mm-hmm. um, you know it just, it just wasn't worth it for me mm. okay so um, when's the new date when we're going to see you hopefully September I think it's the 22nd New York uh, well Sean Monaghan New York, Newcastle. I know which one I want, mate. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a nice... Uh, is that Would that be your American debut? That'd be my American That's debut, That's all right, yeah. isn't it? A little bit yeah. of New York City on uh, September 22nd. Something for the fans to get uh, themselves stuck into. Sean Monaghan there as well. A nice uh, nice little fight for you uh, to get stuck into. Uh, light heavyweight division is absolutely red hot at this yeah, moment in fire, time, isn't it? Some fire England and... and uh, Internationally world. as well, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, and you must be licking your lips at some opportunities that uh, will hopefully be coming your way because, like you've just mentioned there, in England domestically, we've uh, obviously you've been in with Frank previously. Come and sit down, Sam. Come and have a sit down on there, mate. We'll get you. T- we'll get you turned in. Sam Eyes just joining us as well. But you've been in with Frank previously. Anthony Ardfort at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of other kids like Bawatsi knocking about and what have you. 
Uh, you must be thinking to yourself, right, come on then, let's see who the cock of the country is, and then uh, and then hopefully maybe go on to uh, more international honours. Yeah, well, the thing is, last time we spoke, I was fighting Frank Bullione the week later. Mm. And if anyone ever seen that fight, I won 10 rounds out of 12. Well, it, maybe 11 and a half. Or right? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's 11 and a half, right? I, I had a minute to go. Mm. And you know what? I got caught with a shot what was totally out of the blue. And um, he caught me and he won. But in my professional career, I've lost one fight. But I've also lost about four rounds in total. Mm. Um, we've been trying to get that fight for a long time. But then Callum Johnson came along and smashed Frank up. So um, he actually did me a favour because I was going to beat Frank up as well. So, um, you know, all that time I've been, I've been frustrated trying to get the big fights. But uh, we was matched up to fight Yardy. Yardy pulled out. Everyone's talking about Yardy. He's, a, he's yeah. the best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well that, 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 off the back of the weekend and uh, his performance... I kind of defend him in a little bit, Anthony, because he's not had an amateur pedigree, has he? He's kind of learning on his job. He's in the professional game now, and he's had, what, 15 fights, is it? Something like that. But at some point, there has to be a step up. At how, some point, he's got to be. How can you be learning on the job when you're ranked in the top 10 of the world? Yeah, right? WBO and, is a little bit ski-whipped, yeah, yeah. you've not boxed anybody with a pulse. Which is a fair point, and that's where I was going there. So at some point, there has to be a step up. There's got to be a real test. And if you look around domestically, your name's obviously going to get chucked in there with him. Yeah. It must be frustrating for you then if that fight's not forthcoming. The thing with me, I'm the biggest threat in British boxing. Everyone in, in the light heavyweight division doesn't want to fight me because you know why? At the moment, I've not got no title mm -hmm. and I'm possibly the best light heavyweight in Britain. There's me and Callum Johnson. You can't argue with Callum Johnson that he's the best because he's British in Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. So there's me and Callum Johnson we will take on any other light heavyweights in the country and even the world. You are right in what you're saying there. You don't have a trinket, so therefore, mm -hmm. why would anybody want to yeah, get involved with you? To lose and nothing to gain. Because it'll become a boxing match. Your yeah. jab's outstanding, and yeah. nobody wants to be on. Any, like you just said, nobody wants yeah. to be on the end of that for twelve rounds, do they? You know. That's right. Yeah. So you're at that stage, and I kind of had the same conversation with Callum about Callum Smith about this. He's a, I know that he's obviously getting a world title shot now with George Gross, but for a long period of time, he's the, I don't want none of that Callum Smith nonsense, yeah, because what, course, yeah. what, 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 what is there to win with that? Yeah, upset a black eye. <laughs> a black eye off of him. <laughs> uh, a couple of broke ribs. And you're, yeah, but you're kind of in that similar situation in, in, this, in this British scene at this moment in time. Yeah. Nobody want a piece of that. Well, that's it. That's what I'm so, in. Right. So, off the back of September 21st then, you win then. Maybe it's a case of we've got to get mouthy. We've got to get on the microphone and start making a little bit of noise. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, if I beat this Sean Monaghan, he's had 30 fights. He's won 29 of them. He's ranked in the top 10 of three different governing bodies. So he's a name. So if I beat him, mm -hmm. which I'm more than confident I am going to beat him, mm -hmm. you know, the world's, the world's my oyster, really. I can mm. do what I want. Um, Sam I joined us halfway through that conversation. Nowhere to run, baby. Oh, you know it. Best ring walk. It's the best ring walk, no mate. Come on, get in that microphone, so <laughs> Get right in that microphone. Then. Yeah, it is on. It's a, of course it's on. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's next for you? Because you've been, uh, obviously, we've seen you on the big cards. We saw you bust your knee big time, mate, yeah, on, uh, on one of the big cards. You've come back from that. You've obviously had a couple of uh, knockouts, uh, well, a couple of runs as well down uh, in Manchester. So what's next for you when we're going to be seeing you doing your thing? So... Um, hopefully in the next month or two, um, maybe August or September, um, soon as possible really. Mm. Um, another fight, whichever Joe believes 
is the next step for me. Um, but I'm more um, than happy to step step up the level now. Um, I was just talking to Jose then and said, I'm, I'll be I'll perform a lot better against a better opposition. And mm-hmm. it's getting to a stage now where uh, in my career I've had a few setbacks and then the fight after a setback, you just want to get a win. You're not looking to look good. Yeah. You're just looking to get a win. So when a change managers have a bit of time out, a few things happen, you just want to get a win. This had a hand operation. Next fight, just want to get in there and win. Yeah. Knee, just want to get, just want to get in the ring and win. So, I've had a few fights where. We're not talking about minging um, or little injuries. That, yeah. that knee, mate, that was yeah, a bad one. Yeah. That, that was a bad one, wasn't it? Yeah, disgusting. But, um, <laughs> but in that fight, you know, the guy who was fighting, I was always going to beat him. If mm. my knee was hundred percent, he was um, not a threat. It was just a, my first fight with Joe. Um, so me, by me doing my knee, I proved uh, a lot of people who may didn't uh, didn't believe that I've got heart and the determination. You can say balls on here, son. You can say balls. balls. Yeah, yeah, you should have um, you should have said. But I'm sure the gym lads, well, the gym lads know. I know. People around me know. Um, but people watching or whatever, I showed that side uh, and still managed to get the win. So I looked at the positives from that and, yeah. um, and then moved on. But and, uh, on the back of what uh, Jose's just been saying there. Hmm. By showing that, you kind of send send an alarm to other fighters going. It's going to take something to get rid of him. Yeah, I might need sure. a, I might need a cricket bat to get rid of him. So maybe maybe I don't want none of that exactly, Sam Hyde yeah. business. And that's one of the things as well. Like before anyone's fought anyone, uh, you can't say, "Oh, what, what what does he do in this position or whatever?" How, how would he feel if? So I managed to do that without losing my record and, and taking a fight and winning. So mm. obviously, in hindsight, it was a uh, it was a bit of. Um, it was it, it was okay. Mm. Luckily, it would have been a lot worse if I had a career-ending injury. Um, so I was very fortunate in that respect. But but yeah, just another another string to my bow that I show that I shown and um, and also uh, made me believe in more because I always believe I've got balls. I always believe I've got that determination. If you asked me what would you do in this position, I'd say I'd get up and carry on. But mm. but you can talk the talk, but I walk the walk on that occasion, and, and I'll do it time and time again. And my boxing ability is improving week in, week out. Uh, and I'm just becoming a 10 times better fighter hmm. um, than when I first turned professional. Almost a different fighter. Um, and that's what it's about at the minute. I've just been concentrating on me and improving myself, what? sparring like Jose and stuff like well, that. Well, that's it. We, we, when we sport last, it was I think you just moved into this gym and it was a case of you'd been a bit of a lone wolf. You'd just been doing your own thing, yeah. learning learning as you were going along. And that's no disrespect to the guys that were looking after you previously. No. But the level of sparring when you came here and the level of guys that you're knocking about with now is like, well, you've got two lads fighting for world titles in the not-too-distant future. You've got a former world champion that's down there on the ropes in Anthony Crawler at this moment in time. So therefore, that in itself, for both of you as well, must be quite inspiring to come in here and go... He's talking about fighting in Vegas next next yeah, month. You know what I mean? Crazy. He's he's fighting George Groves next month. You know what I mean? Poof, I can't wait for it to be my turn where people are coming. Right, come on, we're in your corner now. We're we're going for X, Y, and Z title. Yeah, definitely. And because because our team's quite close, um, we all you know talk all the time, and we um, they all help me on. Um, so not only me looking up to them in that respect, mm. they um, they pass things on to me. They tell me stuff and try and improve me as well. So. Um, it's just a win-win, really, being at mm. the gym. Um, like I said, so, soon as, say, like Joe Gallagher, great training, he's improved me massively. Um, but as well as the lads, so it's the whole mix that I believe why Gallagher's gym's been so successful over the years. And, mm. um, hopefully, in the next year, I'll uh, I'll continue that for sure. Offer, you've been you've been 
Um, in the situation, for example, you mentioned the Frank fight before, right? You've been in the situation where the attention has been on you in this in the gym. And obviously, you've got Callum, who's obviously in your weight category. Callum Johnson, this is. I don't want to confuse people, obviously, because you've got two Callums here. But Callum Johnson's in your weight category as well. And you've seen him do what he's doing. Again, from an inspirational point of view, you're thinking, well, I was there. I fancy getting back on there. Because once you've tasted it, it's a hard thing to lose, isn't it? It's a hard thing to lose that taste. Such, such a hard, hard thing. You know, come back to the gym after you've just lost your title. You think, right, what did I do wrong? Right? Never had a strength and conditioning trainer. Now I've got one. Never had a nutritionist. Now I've, now I've got one, you know. Never knew what it was like to ever go past 10 rounds in sparring or a fight. You know, so I used to think, I used to look at Crawler and think, why does he train so hard? It's only a fight. But when you're in such a fight, mm-hmm. you need to tick every box you possibly can tick. And there was a lot of boxes I never, ever ticked until now. I'm a different fighter now than I ever was before. Because I know how hard you have to train now, and I know the things you have to do. Mm. And to get that title back, you will do anything. So, seeing the lads in the gym and seeing what they're doing, you know you've got to do exactly what they're doing, and if not, a little bit more. It's a, it's that uh, that old saying, isn't it? There's no losses. It's all about learns. And that thing with Bullioni, yeah. with yourself, you've obviously <clears> learned <throat> massively from that because you've changed various things and 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 are improving on it. And I know that you didn't lose the fight with the knee. But like you've just said, it's those tests that come along. You might think that you can do X, Y, and Z in the gym or in the ring under the bright lights, but until you're there, until the shit hits the fan, yeah. you don't necessarily know, do you, really? No, you don't know. Not until you're put in that position, you don't know because for that, for that Frank fight, I sparred six rounds. That's, that's the length of sparring I was doing. Six rounds, get out. Next day, six rounds. Six rounds was my maximum. When I got to the sixth round... I was still reasonably fresh, but mm. when I got to round 10 and mm-hmm. they only had two rounds to go, I was absolutely dog-tired. Yeah. I do believe I will be a total different fighter from now on with that box being ticked. This, this, this is, is, is Fight Disciples. Hope you enjoyed that. Don't forget to subscribe. You can do that via iTunes. Uh, All Android feeds are on our website, fightdisciples.com, and we're all over social media, at Fight Disciples, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.